So I want to talk to you tonight. Um, mm -hmm. What to do when adversity presents itself to you? What to do when adversity pre presents itself to you? Have you been there? <laughs> well, number one, we need to get through the, our bedrock truths. Number one, God cannot lie. Number two, his word is true. We could trust him. Number three, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You were just thinking about that. As he is, so are we. And number five, God is a good God. Amen. Amen. God is a good God. So um, we're going to go to uh, Psalms verse, uh, chapter 37, please. Woo! Now, in the, uh, Psalms 37 is called, the heritage of the righteous and the calamity of the wicked. That's what it's called. In the, in the uh, um, New King James, that's the subtitle under, under Psalms 37. The, the heritage of the righteous and the calamity of the wicked. So heritage, that's your inheritance. It's your birthright. It's what's coming to you. So um, I looked at this and it's like, okay, as I was going through this, it's like, this is a roadmap to our success. And so let's just start in uh, Psalms 37, verse 1. Number one, I like that. Number one is the first two words, fret not. Fret not because of evildoers. Neither be you envious against the workers of a wickety, uh, and, uh, wickety, and wickety, wickety split, will we, iniquity. Wow. New Living says, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. And the Living Bible says it this way, never envy the wicked. Don't envy them. So I looked up the word fret means to be, um, don't be teased by that. Don't be irritated. Don't be vexed. Don't be made angry. Don't wear away and don't be chafed. <laughs> Have you been chafed? <laughs> don't be. And envy, it says never envy the wicked. So envy means it's a feeling of, of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions. Huh. How come they got a new car and I didn't? How come they got this new, 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 and I didn't? How come and I didn't? And that's, that's what that's, and that's envy, right? Um, being aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities. Um, synonyms means jealousy, covetousness, desire, um, bitterness, spite. I like this one. It's the green-eyed monster. That's what it says in the dictionary. How about envy? It's a green-eyed monster. Looking to mess you up. But the antonym or the opposite of envy is generosity. And that's who we are. We're generous people. We are givers. It's just what we do. And Pastor and I were talking yesterday. It's like, um, as humans breathe air, Christians should go to church. It's just what you do. Right? Really, it's just, <laughs> they call it a reasonable service, but it really, if you're, if you're a human being, you need to breathe air because that's your reasonable service if you want to exist here. Right? Well, if you're a Christian, you should go to church so you can get that fresh, so you can exist here. Amen. So, Passage translation says in verse 1, don't follow after the wicked ones or, or be jealous of their wealth. I know some rich people that are, are um, miserable. Totally, yeah. And, you know, they, they want to hang around with us because we're happy all the time. 
<laughs> so praise the Lord. It says, don't think for a moment that they're better off than you. Why? Because in verse 2, it says, they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither like the green herb. Or herb. Passion says they and their short-lived success will soon shrivel up <laughs> and, and quickly fade away like grass clippings on the hot sun. Why? Well, with us, we're going to live forever. We're designed to live forever. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And we are just that. Amen? So, number one is fret not. Number two is belief or trust or belief. And that's in uh, uh, verse three. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Well, if you trust him, you will do good. Really, it's what, it's what good people do when they trust God. Um, trust in the Lord, do good, so shall you dwell in the land, and verily shall you be fed. New Living says, then you will live in, sa- in, safely, in safety in the land and prosper. You can live safely and prosper in the land, in this land. Amen? Uh, Living Bible says, trust in the Lord instead. Be kind and good to others. Then you will live safely here in the land and prosper, uh, (laughs) feeding in safety. Imagine, you're just feeding in safety. Everywhere you go, what are you doing? I'm feeding in safety. Wherever I go, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Everything I touch, just prosper. No weapon formed against me or you or the people of our church, or our friends, or our family. We, we boldly decree. Why? Because Psalm 37 is called the heritage of the righteous. Well, that's our heritage. Our family's safety is our heritage. Our family's prosperity is our heritage. It's our birthright. It's our blood-bought right. Jesus paid the price for us to have that. So why shouldn't we take it? Well, I just want to be humble. You just want to slap yourself. Come on. In the Passion Translation of verse 3, it says, Keep trusting in the Lord. Do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God, and you will dwell in the land feasting on his faithfulness. Faithful God. Feasting on his faithfulness. <laughs> so uh, so what, what, what are we saying here? When you, that's when you want what God wants for the same reason that he wants it. Same, same. You want what God wants for the same reason he wants it. Or for the same reason he wants you to have it. Right? My my little Godson, everything, anything that's new and shiny, can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? Well, we should be like that. Prosperity, Lord, can I have that? Why? I want to be a blessing. I know somebody that could use this. Can I have that? Not for me. Come on now. It's for the the people around us. Number three, delight yourself. That's in verse four. It says, delight yourself also in the Lord. Also, on top of, like, delight yourself. Just be delighted within yourself. And the Lord, do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart on the, um, excuse me. Delight yourself also in the Lord. He shall give you the desires of your heart. What is your heart's desire today? Huh? What is your heart's desire today? We have a list. But if you delight yourself in the Lord first, he said he'll give you absolutely everything. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. 
Nothing wanted. Nothing needed. Absolutely. He'll give it to you. New Living says, take delight in the Lord. He will give you your heart's desires. Amplified. Delight yourself also in the Lord. He will give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. What is in there? What do you really want? But you're not saying. What is it that's deep down inside of you that's itching to want to get just a, you know, is it a new business? Huh? Is it a ministry that God's called you to start? Is it an album God's, you know, God's been working on you to, to, to create? What is it? What is that, peti- what is that secret thing? Turn on your dream machine. <laughs> Amen. Passion. Find your delight and your true pleasure in Yahweh. He will give you what you desire the most. The most. So when you're, de- <laughs> I got this. <laughs> it's funny. Um, when you are delighted, because delight is on. His light is on. You'll be too busy enjoying the good things of the Lord when delight is on. When you delight yourself in him. Turn on your delight. Let's jump over. Keep your finger there, but just jump over to Psalms 42. Just for a quick second, we're going we're gonna to pop back. Um, verse 1, as the heart pants after the water brook, so pants my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come appear, and appear before God? Come on, there's a heart's delight. When you have that kind of a, oh God, when can, I, when can we come to church? <laughs> when can we appear before, when can we hang out? Oh my goodness. It is so good. In the NIV, it says, when can I go and meet with God? Whenever you want. Really, we can do that anytime we want. Hallelujah. All right. Number four, commit yourself. And that's in verse five. It says, commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. He, he, the Lord shall bring it to pass. Shall bring it to pass. He will. And he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. I love it when they put an and right in the middle of a sentence like that. Because it's, it's, it's a connection of the same thought. It's like, and, okay, I'm about ready to biggie size this thing right, in, right about now. New living. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him. And he will help you. He's going to help you. And you know, when God helps you, you've been helped. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn. And the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Listen to this in the message. Open up before God. He already knows everything anyway, so he must just open up. Keep nothing back. He'll de- and he'll do whatever needs to be done. He'll validate your life in the clear day or in the clear light of day and stamp you with approval at high noon. High noon. At the midnight hour. Stamped. Approved. When you think everything is about that, everything that's wrong that can go wrong, blah, 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 blah. At the midnight hour. Approved. He's got it. He's got you. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Living Bible, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him to help you do it, and he will. If you trust him to help you do it, and he will. It's one thing, oh, yeah, I trust, I trust, yeah, and he's going to do it. Just don't say it. Know it, that he will do it. It says, your innocence will be clear to everyone. Your innocence will be clear to everyone. He will vindicate you with the blazing light of justice, shining down as from a noonday sun. Mm -mm -mm. So this way we can stop trying so hard to make it work. Stop trying so hard. He don't need our help. He's helping us. (laughs) Come on. He's got us in the palm of his hand. Right? He said he'll carry you. Glory to God. God promises that if we delight ourselves in him and his glory and his beauty, his love and his majesty will also fill us so that we will desire nothing else. He'll fill you so you desire nothing else. Our hearts will be completely full. Imagine your heart being completely full. Completely full. There's no room for nothing else. We'll be perfectly content. We will have, he will have satisfied every desire of our hearts in himself. He wants to do that. Mm-hmm. The passion says this. I love it. It says, give God the right to direct your life. Give him the right to do it. God, today, here it is. I give you the right to direct my life today. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find that he pulled it off perfectly. He's a perfect God. He will appear as your righteousness, as sure as the dawning of a new day. He will manifest as your justice, as sure and strong as the noon day. We've been having some strong noonday suns lately. It's been hot. Number five, rest in the Lord. This is in verse seven. Rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him. New Living says, be still in the presence of the Lord. Be still. Message, quiet down before God. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself. Remember those old movies where the, you know, it's usually um, uh, the woman, but it should have been the man that gets all wired up and <clears throat> quiet yourself, right? That's what they do. That's what they did. Can't do it now. A woman turn around and crawl McGraw and knock him to the ground and jack him up. Anyways, it says, be quiet. It says, quiet down before God. Be prayerful before him. Be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for him patiently. Lean yourself upon him. Lean on him. Just lean on him. And the word like lean, when you say lean, it's got length to it. Like lean on him. And that's what we need to lean. Don't be so quick. To lean. Be a long leaner. Right? Passion. Quiet your heart in his presence. And wait patiently for Yahweh. Let's go to James chapter 1, please. Keep your finger there. We're coming back. Because this is all part of the road map. James chapter 1. Familiar verses, but they're so good. Verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, tests, and trials. Why? Because he's got it. Quiet yourself. Knowing this. See, when you know this, when you know that he's got it, 
You can quiet yourself down. You don't have to, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are you? Oh, no, 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 no. What are we going to do, Lord? And you're, you've, got a, you've got a plan. I know you've got this. Why? Because I've been committed and now I'm resting. Right? So knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. But let per- patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Well, that's, that sounds to me like it's a total resting in the Lord. Amen? Come on, total. Wanting nothing. Can you oh, imagine yourself, what do you want? Nothing. Nothing. We're going to we're gonna get to that place where I say, what do you want? Nothing. I want you. I just want to hang out. Right? The message says, this is called faith under pressure. Consider it. <laughs> this is, all right. I don't, all right. Consider it a sheer gift, friends. When tests and challenges come at you from all sides, consider it a gift. <laughs> Here's a gift for you. Right? <laughs> tests and challenges are coming all sides. But verse 3, it says that you know, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature, well-developed, and not deficient in any way. Mm. Number six. Ah! Number six, fret not. This is in verse seven. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. New Living says, don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Huh. <laughs> Message. Don't bother with those who climb the ladder, who elbow their way to the top. Have you been around them kind of people? You want to take your elbow and just... Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> don't get caught up in that person's race. Don't get caught up in the race. You run your race and stay in your lane. Run your race and stay in your lane. That way, hey, those that climb the ladder and they elbow their way, that's, that's on them. You've got, a, you've got a path. God has given you a, a straight line, and he's given you your lane to stay in, right? And the only time you really get frustrated, and, and, a, and a lot of times you get frustrated, is when you're outside of your lane or there's nobody to help you in your lane. But it's good. Um, Psalm 73, verse 1, please. Keep your finger back. Uh, we're coming back to Psalms uh, 37. But we're going to go to Psalms 73. Verse 1. Again, don't get caught up in somebody else's race. Um, Psalm 73, verse 1. It says, truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. He's good to us as well. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well near slipped, almost backslid. Verse 3, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no brands in their death, but their strength is firm. So and, like, he, was, he was looking at all, the, all these rock stars. He was looking at all the movie stars. All these people that are making thousands of thousands and millions of dollars doing this and having all this success. But they elbowed their way up the ladder to get it. They lied. They cheated. They stole. And he said that, uh, and David was saying, I was envious at the foolish. He almost slipped. 
but he didn't. Why? Because God was there to help him. He might have been envious, but he was still committed. Mm. Amen. Verse 16. It says, when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went to the sanctuary of God. Then I understood I their end. Huh? What did he do? He went and got filled up. Because sometimes when you get envious like that, you, you just need to fill up. You just need to top up. Right? Get your focus back where it's supposed to be. Don't focus on what they're doing. Don't focus on their ladder. Focus back into your lane. Get back in your lane and run your race. Number seven, cease from anger. And this is 30, uh, Psalm 37, verse 8. It says, cease from anger, forsake wrath, fret not yourself in any, way, in any wise to do evil. New Living says, stop being angry. Don't be angry. Bruce Banner, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> Turn from your rage. Don't lose your temper. It only leads to harm. <laughs> the message. Bridle your anger. Trash your wrath. Cool your pipes. <laughs> it only makes things worse, it says. In other words, chill out. Chill out. With that, Philippians chapter 4. Philippians, God's electric power company. It works. Philippians chapter 4. Are you there? Verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Chill out. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of... See, when you chill out, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, <laughs> they can't understand it. Why are you so chilled? I don't understand. I got the peace of God. I'm anxious for nothing. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever, and sistren, whatsoever things are true, huh, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think of these things. Think about it. Glory to God. Hmm. Um, New Living, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. See, a lot of times we spend most of our time telling God what we need. <laughs> I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. What about Bob? What about God? We forget to thank him for what he's done and what he's going to do and what he will do. Sometimes our breakthrough is just in our thanks. Really? When you start thanking him, because he'll do it again. He did it once. He did it before. He, you know, you, you, you went through the lion. You went through a bear. Now this next uncircumcised Philistine. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he has done. Then you experience God's peace. So when you thank him... Then the peace comes. When you're thankful, then the peace comes. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about these things that are, are, that are excellent and worthy of praise. 
Keep putting into practice all that you have learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Oh, how I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know that you've always been concerned for me, (laughs) but you didn't have the chance to help me. Verse 11, not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Why? He's chilled. And I mean, he's been in some crazy places, but he chilled his way through it all. Man. Number eight. Back to Psalms chapter 37. Uh, Number eight is uh, verse 11. Be humble. It says, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. New Living says the lowly will possess the land. Come on, we're, we're land possessors here. And we'll live in peace and prosperity. Message says, down-to-earth people will move in and take over. <laughs> We're going to move in and take over. We're not going to take sides. Just going to take over. Just take over. Can I have it? Can I have it? City's ours. Can we have it? Come on now. Woohoo! Living, but all who humble themselves before the Lord shall be giving every blessing and shall have wonderful peace. Not just plain peace, but wonderful peace. Mm-hmm. Passion says this, the humble of heart will inherit every promise. Every promise. Whew. Absolutely. Everyone. And enjoy abundant peace. Number nine, God's got this. God's got this. God's got you. God's got me. God's got us. Verse 12. The wicked plots against the just, gnashes on him with his teeth, but the Lord shall laugh at him, for he sees that his day is coming. See, God's got you. God's got us. God's got this situation. (laughs) New Living says the wicked plot against the godly. They try. They snarl at them in defiance, but the Lord just laughs for he sees their day of judgment coming. So if God can laugh, why can't we? Chill out. Amen. It is. Listen to this message. Bad guys have it in for the good guys. This sounds like a country or a cowboy and western movie or something. The bad guys have it in for the good guys, obsessed with doing them in. But God isn't losing any sleep. Come on, God is not losing any sleep. To him, they're a joke with no punchline. <laughs> and I thought about that, and in Psalms uh, 3, verse 7, it says that, that uh, uh, you have broken the teeth of the ungodly. So you've got some toothless Gumby trying to gnaw on you, trying to gnaw on your situation. And if you ever had a baby gnaw on your finger, it feels kind of good. Yeah. No, I mean with no teeth, just gums. Gumby, he has broken the teeth of the ungodly. Amen. So, number 10, there's 10 steps to this thing. Now we're stepping in, so step out. We're stepping in, so step out. And this is in uh, verse 23. It says, the steps of a good man or woman are ordered by the Lord. He delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down. Come on, we may trip. We're not utterly cast down. 
For the Lord upholds him with his hand. Verse 25, I have been young and now I'm old, yet have I, have I, have I not seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. For he is ever merciful and he lends and his seed is blessed. Our seed is blessed, 100%. Mm. New living, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never, never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young, now I am old. Yet I've never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. Come on, our children will not be begging. No, 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 no. The godly always have generous loans to others. Or you always give get generous loads to others, and their children are a blessing. Mm. Wow. The Passion says their children are blessed and become a blessing. Our children are blessed, and, and we can expect them to become a blessing wherever they go. Amen? Hallelujah. Can you handle one more verse? Praise the Lord. Um, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 10, the Passion Translation, and it kind of sums this whole, it ties it up in a nice little neat bow. It says, trust in the Lord completely. Put a period right there. Trust in the Lord completely. Absolutely. Do not rely on your own opinions. <laughs> Say it a little slower. Do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. He will lead you in every decision that you make. Become intimate with him in whatever that you do. He will lead you wherever you go. Verse 7, don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with an undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Verse 8, then you will find the healing refreshment for your body and, that, and your spirit long for. Glorify God with all your wealth. Look at this. These are all steps. Glorify God with all your wealth, wealth, honoring him with your first fruits and with every increase that comes to you. Then, verse 10, every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings. Say it again. Then, every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Stay in your lane. Come on. Trust in him completely. He's got you. He's got us. We're okay. We're going to be. Come on now. We're good. Hey, hey we're, we're good. We are so good. Why? Wow, he's, he's so good. He's faithful. You sang about that. That made you work. <laughs> I did. I said, come on. We're going to take it up a step and a step and a step. And I got my pound of flesh out of you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Praise the Lord. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.